Hello, it's Penny Meganson from The Meganson Method, and welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, where we discuss how our thoughts and mindset affect our health, happiness, and performance. And so I'm joined today by Miranda Hall. Uh, We're going to be discussing conscious relationships. Miranda Hall is uh, of the science of thriving, and she is a conscious relationship and life coach. And we're going to discuss the mirrors of relationships and how quantum science comes into play with finding love and making relationships work. So let's get started. Hello, Miranda. Um, Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So Miranda, (laughs) so Miranda, how how did you get involved in this sort of work um, with quantum and intuitive work and relationships and coaching? What's your story? Yeah, well, my story started in about 2012. I was in a seven-year relationship and was really unhappy. I found myself really wishing that things would go back to the way it was when we first started dating, wishing that my partner would be different or would change back. And I really had no idea how to get to that place. Um, And what I also understood is that all the decisions and choices I was making in my life were from what I already knew. And I was it was as if I was making the same decisions and choices over and over again and not getting the outcome that I wanted. So um, at that point in my life, I decided to look outside of my own box and I quit my job, put all of my stuff in storage and went traveling. Um, I spent time backpacking through Central South America and Europe. I also um, lived for half a year in Guatemala and I did a lot of my own personal work. I did silent meditation retreats, sweat lodges, shamanic drumming ceremonies, plant medicine ceremonies, and actually studied with the cacao shaman in Guatemala when I lived there, um, doing all of this inner work. Um, At the same time, I stumbled across books on quantum physics and was fascinated. So while I was sort of doing my own inner work and learning spiritual principles and practices, I was looking at the science behind our experience. And it was as if it just all made sense for me, this overlap or overlay um, from these two different perspectives of our experience. And in that, I, and I just, it made sense. So I started using the principles and practices that I was learning through the indigenous teachings, as well as um, understanding the science behind it. Um, and my travels brought me back to Toronto about two years ago. That's where I'm from in Canada. Um, and I, I dove right into it. I spent a year of really, really living this work, which I love and I'm excited to share with you shortly. Um, and the, the amazing part for me and my story was about a year ago, I got an email um, from a man who was my sweetheart at summer camp when we were 12. Uh, we lost touch for 30 years. We lost touch for 30 years. We we didn't live in the same area. And, um, not, and getting to know him in the last year, uh, we're now partners. And we now live live our relationship and our lives based on these theories and um, are really dedicated to to be, to living this practice and to thriving in our own lives individually and as partners and in our relationship. So I'm excited to, to share some of that with you today. Yeah. Yeah, great. So even, so let's, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> so uh, what's behind the science uh, you know, this, what is the science behind finding love and happiness? I mean, we talk a lot about manifestation and that sort of what can you um, sort of just jump in and explain some of the science behind that? 
Absolutely. Well, um, the theory that you begin with related to manifestation in your life is related to the fact that quantum science has proven that there are an unlimited number of parallel realities. So what that means is the reality that you're living in right now, your life um, exists. The way I like to imagine it in my brain is as if we're living um, the, on a movie strip, on one of those old movie strips, the celluloid movie strips. So you're moving forward in your life on this film strip and there are an unlimited number of parallel film strips or parallel realities um, that exist. So just as an example for yourself, Penny, um, there's every possibility of you in a different reality that exists. So there are realities with very simple, tiny differences where maybe your shirt is a different color. And there's there are ones where there are vast differences where some you may be homeless, some maybe you're a president, some maybe you're a pianist. Every possibility of every choice that you could make in your actually exists in a parallel reality. So in our lives, as we make choices, so say you're going to a job interview, am I going to take the job or am I not going to take your job? What you actually are doing is shifting, or some people call it quantum jumping, into one reality. If you choose the job, you go into the reality where you chose the job. If you do, do not choose the job, you shift into the reality that where you don't choose the job. So it's related to manifestation when we know the steps we want to take towards the direction we want to go. But what i what i i believe that everybody in the world really wants is to be happy is to experience love whether that be romantic love or love for friends and family and other people and sometimes we don't really know the exact steps to take towards that if we're single and we want a romantic relationship it's not like the universe says oh do these five things and then it will happen but in the biggest reality those parallel um, movie strips, I like to compare those two or parallel realities. I like to um, give the analogy as if they are all radio stations. Um, so each of them actually has their own signature frequency, which is what makes them a little bit different, frequency or vibration. So we are physical beings and we experience frequency and vibration through our emotions. All of those emotions that are happy and love are are either calm or uplifting. And then the emotions outside of that, which are more negative or more dense or heavy or compressive. Um, so in the realities that you are looking to shift into, say, finding a, finding happiness, finding a relationship, finding love, you feel a certain way in that reality. Now, if you have your your radio, <clears throat> excuse me, radio, and are trying to find a certain radio station, you have to turn the dial and tune the frequency to the frequency that you want to listen to. So in that way, it's, it works the same way with us changing our realities is that we have to get to the frequency, vibration, or emotion of the reality that we want to be in before we're there. We're tuning ourselves to align ourselves with the reality we want. So um, one of the practices that I like to, like to get people to do is almost just close your eyes and feel in your body how you feel when you're happy or how you feel when you're in love. And it's neat to actually start understanding those sensations in your body. Sometimes when I feel love, I explain it as um, little sparkles in every cell of my heart. Right? It's like a light up or a warmth in my body. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. it can feel challenging to create the feelings out of nothing so sometimes even just connecting with the things that you do have in your life that make you happy that bring you joy and love whether it be enjoying going for a walk in nature or spending time with a pet um, 
anything that can bring you into that sensation uh, is helpful to help us remember how that works. Now, just even to compare that to um, Indigenous cultures, um, a lot of us have heard about um, Indigenous cultures doing, for example, a rain dance. You know, there's been a big drought, there's no rain, and they want to call on the rain. Well, it's not technically about dancing. They're dancing as if they are in the rain. They're feeling the rain hitting their face. They're smelling the smell of rain. They're feeling their feet stomping in the mud. They are dancing in the rain. And that is what brings the rain, brings the reality where there is rain to them. So that's really, that's really um, the biggest thing about manifestation is about feeling, feeling as if it's already happened, which is actually what tuning you to the reality that you that you want. Okay, so if you want to be happier, it, you just need to start imagining feeling happy. So I do a lot of vocalizations, so that's a lot of what you're talking about, I suppose, right? So um, if you want, if you're single right now and you're looking for a partner and you want to find true love and, and to feel really happy or to feel like you're with your, um, you know, this perfect person who was made for you. You want to maybe um, spend time feeling in that as if you are in that situation. Is that what you mean? Um, Absolutely. Just Absolutely. turn on those emotions as if, uh, as if you are in it at that time and that will attract that uh, thing to you. Is that what you mean? It is. And sometimes, it, you know, it's sometimes if you're down, if you're single, for example, you're like, oh, I would love someone to be my partner. It feels challenging to get into that feeling. So what I used to do was I used to play, I call it the excitement game. Just I, I would wake up every morning and say, ooh, I wonder how I might bump into them today. You know, like, am I going to meet them in the elevator on the way to work? Am I going to join a Zoom call, you know, not related to finding a partner, but just, you know, ooh, be attracted to someone in one of the windows? I just, because that can get you into the excitement, but not with, instead of saying, oh, yeah, I don't, it's never going to happen. I'm always like, oh, I wonder how it's going to happen. Um, because excitement is one of those sensations. I mean, when you're going to feel excited. <laughs> So that's one of one of the one of the sort of games that I used to play with myself was getting into excitement. Um, and the other one that I used to use was was gratitude was a gratitude practice. Again, because when you do find the partner, if you're single that you're looking for, or, you know, when you grow the love within the relationship you may already be in, you will feel gratitude for those experiences. So again, it doesn't have to be specific to relationship, but it's about finding gratitude for the things that you do have in your life, which gets you into to that gratitude feeling um so so finding happiness finding what excites you and finding gratitude and and similarly back to the excitement um i played the excitement game specific to who i wonder where my partner is going to show up but you can also even excitement related to anything in your life um are vibrational indicators of, of a direction to go. So you may hear those stories where a lot of people say, you know, I was looking for a partner forever and ever. It wasn't happening. I gave up and I just started living my life and doing the things that I really like to do. And then I joined a new what have you event over there and bam, it happened. That's why, because yeah. those people were getting into the heart and living their lives and having so much fun. Uh, they were yeah. tuning themselves and trying. Okay. I totally get that. Um, yeah. What about these uh, mirrors of relationships? Um, can you tell me about that? 
Absolutely. Um, well, the really neat thing is um, the mirrors of relationships apply to all relationships um, and are the strongest in romantic relationships, in business relationships and family relationships, because those are the relationships that we have the most investment in. You have less of investment with the person at the gas station who pumps your gas for you, um, but it's still a relationship. Um, so there are seven mirrors, um, which are very expensive and we can't go through all of them today. But basically what the mirrors of relationships do is they show us our beliefs um, out of alignment with our truest self. You will always get what you want if you are 100% in alignment related to your beliefs with what you want. It will show up because you are in that vibration of what you want. Same thing, being in the vibration. If you have a belief that is not in alignment with what you want. So if you want a relationship, but then you think relationships are hard work or relationships are hard to get, um, that's the belief that's going to be in the way for you to manifest a relationship. So, so if you're not getting what you want, then you're getting what you believe. And and what help was helpful in that scenario is you get what you need to see what you believe to then to be able to shift it. Meaning if you believe relationships are hard to get, then you'll have the experience that relationships are hard to get. But you have to sort of see that and understand that. Right. Now, once you're in a relationship, um, there are a few mirrors. And I like to talk about the first two because they're the ones that we, we tend to have the most of. And so in the mirrors, you, you get reflections of the good and the not so good and where this principle about mirrors comes from actually is from the holographic principle hot and quantum science um i'm not sure if you're familiar with the hologram but it's a three-dimensional picture or image of a two-dimensional structure so i don't know if you remember those old um bookmarks i used when i was young there was old bookmarks that had like unicorns on them and they're in they look three-dimensional and you looked at it well the the function of a true hologram is that you actually cannot cut it into pieces. So if you have an image of a hologram and you cut it in half, you don't have the top half of the image and the bottom half of the image. You have the whole image in each piece. So you can never cut a true hologram into any pieces. So what that supports is the theory that although we as humans have an experience of being separate from where we came from, all of the information uh, within what's outside of us is also within what's inside of us. So in that way, what's outside of us functions as a mirror so we can see what's going on inside of us. Sometimes we can't see our own beliefs or our own programs. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's the function of the mirror. Now in the first six years of our lives, six to seven years of our lives, our brain waves are actually at a, at a, at a level of a hypnagogic state, which means um, our brain waves are at the state of when a hypnotherapist um, takes you to that level where they can just implant beliefs. Like I, I'm not a smoker. If someone's trying to quit smoking, and then they can come on, they actually don't smoke anymore. So in the first six years of our life, we actually are sponges. We absorb, <clears throat> excuse me, all of the beliefs that are around us. We don't have the rational conscious mind to, to question things. And then these beliefs stay with us the rest of our life until we become aware of them and then check in and say, hey, maybe that's not in alignment with who I really am at this moment. So right. in order to in order to see these beliefs that are out of alignment with ourselves, they actually come up in the mirrors of relationships. <laughs> and they come up when we are triggered by someone else or in an argument or a disagreement with someone else. So it can be as expansive as you know, anger, fights, 
that kind of thing. But it can even be small messages like, oh, I just got a jab in my stomach or my heart feels heavy. Any of those sensations or, ex or emotional experiences that you would say are outside of the framework of love and happiness are actually showing you uh, a belief that you saw outside of yourself that's out of alignment with your true self. <laughs> so <clears throat> an example. Yeah, Pardon go ahead. Yeah, well, the example is the very first what do you do with that? Yeah, it's a good question. So the first mirror is a direct mirror. Let's give you an example. I'm not going to say a partnership, but for example, let's say you're driving and all of the drivers are being terrible drivers. They're cutting you up and doing terrible things. And you're getting really frustrated and annoyed. Well, the question would be, am I cutting people off and being a terrible driver? Like that direct kind of mirror. You just have to ask yourself, wow, am I being is that showed me exactly who I'm being because in that moment you can then you just have to ask yourself why am I being like this am I you know am I being why am I being an aggressive driver etc uh the second mirror um because yeah, okay. you can check in and say no no I'm, I'm driving you know calmly I'm driving the speed limit <clears throat> the second mirror is actually related to showing you judgments that you have so if you have a judgment of people who drive aggressively and cut people off um you know you will make sure that you swing the other way the other way of the spectrum um, and, you know, really the driving example, um, it is good to be a good driver, but it's more related to not wanting to be in the vibration of judgment because that is a dense, heavy vibration. It keeps you out of the love, happiness, excitement, gratitude that we're trying to move toward. So it's just showing you a judgment. So, um, if you're able to connect with that judgment, let, let the judgment go at the same time, you don't necessarily have to agree with aggressive driving, but not have a judgment of it. So it's all about our internal vibration, our internal experience mirrored outside of ourselves. So um, in a relationship, so my example, um, when I first learned these principles, it was amazing. <clears throat> I was, I had a partner of three years and we always had a fight about the dishes. That was our fight. I wanted him to do the dishes. He didn't want to do the dishes. So that was okay. So we had this fight and then I actually had to leave the house um, to work with one of my teachers. And uh, we dove into this work. My teacher's like, what's going on? I said, oh, the dishes again. He's like, okay. So so what you can do, he's like, close your eyes and go inside and let's figure out what this is, what this is really about. What is this mirror being for you? So there are three mm -hmm. very straightforward principles to follow. And the three principles are number one, it's not about them. So my teacher's like, so it's not about your partner. And it's like, okay, well, keep going. What's number two? Number two, it's not about what it's about. So it's not about the dishes. And number three, it won't change until you or I go inside and change what it's bringing up for me. So I really had to sit and think about that. So I, you know, I said, okay, what, what do I want to say to him? I want to say, you know, you never do the dishes. Oh, it's not about him. I, I wanted to say, I wanted to say, I feel like I have to do all the work. I feel like I'm doing all the cleaning. I feel like, like, you know, can you just help me with this one thing? Um, so if I feel like I have to do all the work, but I don't blame him because then I ask myself, do I have a belief that I have to do all the work? And for me, the story is when I went back to childhood, um, I used to get in trouble if I didn't do things properly. And so I made sure I did everything properly, properly, so I didn't get in trouble. And I didn't want anybody else to help me because they might not do it properly and I might get in trouble. So I created this belief that I had to do it all in those moments so I didn't get in trouble. Now, as a grown up, nobody's going to get me in trouble if I do the dishes or not, but I, I kept the belief that I have to do all the work. Now, again, because it's a mirror, 
I then dated people who let me do all the work, right? But that didn't resonate. So in those moments, when I was with my teacher, closing my eyes, getting into my heart, really understanding, you know, as a grown-up, as an adult, I don't have to do all the work. Finding gratitude for all the times in my life that I do have help, so I actually am not doing all the work. Um, and being thankful for that mirror, for that message. And what was amazing for me at that time was I came home after that session and for the first time in three years, the entire house was clean, including the dishes, um, which I, I was like, okay, be, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live by this work and share with everyone because one of two things happens when you shift the belief inside of yourself, you no longer need the mirror outside of yourself. So one of the, one of the two things is either the mirror goes away. He did the dishes, and I didn't even have to ask him. The mirror was gone, or the mirror doesn't go away but it doesn't bother you and you're not triggered by it anymore. So nice. either way, you are happy. You're near, you're happy. You, you know, you, and then, and then at that point you can decide. So if he, if he didn't end up doing the dishes, I wouldn't be triggered. And then I can make a decision. You know, is if he doesn't do the dishes, is it a deal breaker for our relationship, our relationship? Um, maybe it is, maybe it's not, or maybe I just hire a maid and then we're done with it. You know, there's, there's lots of things, you right. know, those small things are deal breakers. Other big things may, may or may not be. Yeah, so I get the point that it's really not about the other person. And I think that's such a element because I think a lot of times we're stuck in relationships where we're blaming the other person about all sorts of things. And, oh, if only they did this or that. And it's true. It's really like, what can you change or what is it about you? What belief is it that you need to shift? So I absolutely mm -hmm. agree with that. Um so if you are somebody, because I get this a lot from a lot of my clients, if you find that you're always going for the same sorts of people and, and it's not what you want, what can you do about that? Or how can you figure out what that mirror is actually showing you? Because sometimes we can't see the things about ourselves, you know? Um, so what would a tip be for that? Yeah, and that's a great question. And that's exactly, so in related to the mirrors, the ones that repeat are the biggest ones that it's time to shift. So yes, the same type of person that, that isn't serving you, isn't working for you. And that's the question you have to literally ask yourself, first of all, like what, what is it about this person um, that's repeating? What is the same repeating? And I did. I, I dated a lot of people where I did all of the work in the in the relationship or related to housekeeping. Um, so you have to start with that to, to be, bring to your own awareness what is repeating in that relationship. Is it is it possibly um, you know they don't show me the love that I show them? You know I sh and that's possibly they're, you know I don't I don't feel like they show me love. That could be an example. Um, so then what do I see that's repeating? One. Then two, it's not about them. It's not about what it's about. And it won't change until I ask myself. Yeah. So you have to sort of suit that. So you can, so, and sometimes it helps to go through these um, sentences with someone, with a friend, you know, you're venting and then, and you just, finding the statements or the sentences that you want to say over and over again. What, because especially if it's arguments or if it's the same dating people, you're like, I keep doing this or I keep, you know, if you're having an argument with someone, it's almost as if you know exactly what I'm going to say and then what they're going to say and what I'm going to say because it's the same fight over and over. It almost becomes this right. repeating script, right? 
So you need to look at those repeating scripts. What do I keep saying? What do I keep repeating? So if it's so if it's my partner, my partner, I don't feel loved by my partner. He doesn't show me love. That could be an example. Um, I keep dating people who don't show me love. So then then I say, okay, if it's not about him and it's not about what it's about, uh, and then they turn it about, around to myself, is it possible that I'm not showing me love? That I'm not loving myself in the way that I need? Um, because if I can't love myself in the way I need, the mirror is going to bring me the same example outside of myself, um, right? And and the la- the last year that I spent single, I knew what I was asking the universe to manifest in a partner. And when he wasn't showing up, I kept asking myself, "What do I need to be to bring what I'm looking for in the mirror? Do I need to be more of something that is not showing up yet?" So I really, you know, and it, and the, the beautiful thing is that it is always working on ourselves. It's it, the kind of yeah. example is if you're looking at, if you're looking at a mirror and it's frowning, you can't wait until the frown turns into a smile. We have to work on ourselves, bring the smile here. And it's, and because of all these quantum theories, because it is a hologram, it's amazing. It will show up when you are, when you're in alignment, you always get what you want. If your beliefs are in aligned with it, if you're not getting what you want, you have to look at your beliefs. And, and so in that way, you fully manifest everything. So if I'm manifesting what I don't want, I go, ha ha, okay, I have to look at myself. You know, I laugh at myself and go inside and say, what am I showing myself that I need to change a belief? And sometimes people uh, find it's a little bit challenging to change a belief. You, you know, you're like, oh, I've had this my whole life. How do I shift and change it? And if you don't even know how to do that, just starting with um, sending love to the person who's having a difficult time changing it. Just loving that person. And even if you don't think about loving yourself, because sometimes that can feel a little foreign for some of us, but just sending love to the person. Um, sometimes we can even think back to when in childhood we maybe started developing that those beliefs or, or the situations where they started and even sending love to the little one of us, sending love to that little one and helping them have a different experience in that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Um, so it's interesting that you say that um, from the period of zero to six years is when we're sort of that hypnotic um, mindset where we believe everything that we see, everything that we're told. I do a lot of EFT tapping. And one of the things that, that we talk about is that all of our beliefs or most of our beliefs are formed by the age of six. So most of us aren't even our beliefs that we have. And um, so that's very interesting that we are that um, sort of malleable or, you know, we do take in that much information um, up until that period of time in our lives. So it must be very difficult for people to either see what those beliefs are and really, you know, own those beliefs. A lot of us will sort of go, oh, no, I don't really think that way. Um, when, Especially when you're looking at a mirror and it's in your face and, and you're having to, you know, accept it. I think a lot of people are stuck in that. How do I change it? Even if I do accept that, okay, maybe I believe this about myself and it's not what's going to bring me happiness. How do I change that? Um, and it isn't enough. I used to talk a lot about positive mindset and just thinking positively, but it's deeper than that because it's all conscious. So it's, you know, uh, for the listeners that are wondering, you know, how do I change these beliefs if I do have um, beliefs that aren't in alignment with what I want? Uh, what would your tip be? What, what advice would you give, Miranda? 
Yeah, well, the way I do it for myself and um, I help my clients is um, also based on the quantum theory <laughs> of understanding. Um, although we experience time, um, it technically isn't real, which you know it can feel a little bit difficult to, under, to, to comprehend because we do experience time. But the way I explain it is I like going back to that movie strip analogy um, where the movie strips actually are a picture and then a picture and then a picture and then a picture along the movie strip. So um, it's my understanding that our, our experience is very similar to that in that it's actually a frame and a frame and a frame um, in a row in, in our lives, but we are experiencing it as if we're watching the film strip. That's how we experience it. But we technically are quantum jumping forward in time um, along the same movie strip. And again, when you make a choice, you, you jump also to parallel strips. Now, why is that important? So if time isn't real, in some sense, we can technically access those images at the beginning of the strip, at the end of the strip, just like the movie strip, you can fast forward and rewind. So what I actually do for myself and my clients is, <clears throat> is a guided visualization, closing your eyes and actually going back to the time when those beliefs uh, began. Now, again, if you remember a specific incident or a specific moment, maybe some bullying at school or, you know, you spilt the milk at home and got in trouble for it. If you remember that moment, you remember the moments where you think you created that belief, what you can do is in your mind, you as the adult can go back in your mind and meet the younger version of you in those experiences and hang out with them in that moment and s tell them, tell them they're perfect. Tell them they're loved. Tell them they didn't do anything wrong. If it was spilt milk, it was just an accident. And you know, the the anger that or the trouble that they got was the parents um, stuff that they're working on. And actually in those moments, help the younger you experience it differently. Experience it through the eyes of the you who has conscious rational experiences. Now again, because time isn't real, if you can help the younger you, which is in the past, not develop that belief in that moment, the future of that younger you, which is now, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I have had a few huge shifts where I sat with the younger me in my mind, spent a lot of time with her, gave her lots of hugs, gave her the love that she needed and support in the moment. And then when it came to the current time, when the scenario related to that belief um, presented itself, I almost observed myself behaving differently. The belief was there. It is it's amazing. And the universe will give you chances. It will repeat the scenario in your current time for you to practice the new way of being which is really beautiful. Yeah. So that's how I do it. Yeah, that's really great. Um, I do something similar called matrix uh, reimprinting, and um, it's, it's fascinating that you can go in and relive um, an experience and, and change the way it happened or speak to another person um, in a way that you weren't able to when you were younger and say the things that you needed to say and that sort of thing. So um, I, I think that's very powerful. What other tips do you have for our listeners, Miranda? Well, th those are the biggest things. Um, I mean, we talked about a lot today. Um, the biggest thing is yeah. that, you know, I make sure I have, I, I, try to, I try to have a practice every morning about um, even if I don't know what I'm manifesting in the future, 
thinking of the things that that bring me happiness, that I can feel love in. And even if I'm there for time, I always try to sit in gratitude, just being thankful for the things that I do have in my life, thankful for the help and the things that are coming that I don't even know or understand. Um, just making sure to tune yourself to that vibration is what's going to bring what you're looking for and or more amazing things. We have no idea. Yeah, great. Miranda, thank you so much for your time. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do so? Yeah, follow me on social media at Miranda Brooke Hall, Brooke with an E. Uh, that's where I am. I do have um, a, a, pro, a group program coming up in, that I'm launching in the fall called The Relationship Formula, where I go through all of this. I will go through all the mirrors and walk people through the tools and techniques to do the shifting. Um, so if anybody's interested, you can find all of that out on my, my social media. Great. Thank you so much, Miranda. Till next Thank you. time.